JDM, dude. Because I'm not going to say his full name. I don't know what kind of name that is. Jack Della Maddalena. That sounds good. Della Maddalena. That way. Dude, that's hard. One and a two and a Maddalena. Casual Combat Sports MMA show. We got a second episode for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the first one. We are recording this on a normal schedule now, so we'll be releasing these on Friday, so your our takes won't be one and a half weeks different from what's <laughs> happening in the fight world. You know, so that was the bonus episode you guys watched on Tuesday, but Friday is today, and we are going to be talking about UFC Fight Night Noche. Is it Noche? UFC Noche? UFC Noche. Yo, here's dude. the trippy thing about this fight card. The whole time... I thought it was in like Guadalajara, Mexico. Racist. Me too. And then, no, 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 no. Is that racist? No. I only Same. found out when I heard the crowd and they were speaking English. And I'm like, dude, people in Mexico really know the English language really well. And then people made fun of me because I posted this thing. I wrote this whole thing on a post. I was like, I don't believe championships fights should be in anybody's hometown. And they're like, hey, idiot. It was in America. And yeah. I went, delete. <laughs> delete. It's in Vegas. <laughs> Guys, it was T-Mobile, right? That man who deleted right there is David So. Give it up for David So. Hey, buongiorno. Buongiorno. At our far right, we have our resident combat sports fighter extraordinaire, Nick the Ear. Hey, what was your uh, official amateur record? Shit. 500, baby. One and one. And that's when Let's you retire. Go. Retire. Yeah. Did you retire so, on top? No, I retired with a loss. Like a fucking loser. Dude. Why did you wait for a win? I got all those head injuries, and it was just hard for me to get back into it. Cause I That's sucked. because you weren't weight training at the time. You had, I wasn't. You didn't, I wasn't. Get a, you didn't have a neck to stabilize everything. That's absolutely you correct. You so dude. skinny, and you also had an under, like an, like an undercut, right? Can it I tell you guys this funny story? I thought you say underbite, and I was like, I still have one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so when I first decided that I wanted to train kickboxing and boxing, oh, yeah. I, I, I was looking around for new trainers. Yeah, yeah. And then, there, lo and behold, what do we always go? We go to Yelp. Mm -hmm. And then there was this guy named Nick Dunn. Now, I didn't look at pictures. I saw the reviews. It looked great. Now, I saw a picture of an Asian guy holding pads, and I'm like, clearly, this is Nick Dunn's assistant, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I walk Sensei up. Chang. <laughs> and I'm, you know, texting him. I'm like, hey, I'm here. He goes, cool. I'll meet you outside. I come outside. I see an Asian guy. I'm like, okay, assistant, where's your actual coach? Because who? what kind of Asian guy has a last name fucking Dunn? You even looked at me like I was trying to scam you, dude. Yeah, I was like, nice try, Ching Chong. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> he, he was like squinting his eyes, and he just was kind of looking okay, at me. He wasn't squinted. My eyes are naturally like that. No, 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 but he was even more so. Like when you're kind of like suspicious so of something. So he was asleep? He was like. Yeah, are you trying to sell me like fucking Herbalife? What's going on, What's going on here? Fucking pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, how often do people think you're not Asian when they meet you? One of my first amateur fights, they call out our names to go weigh in. Yes, I love The guy that. goes, Nick Dunn? Nick Dunn? And I'm like, oh, that's me. And he goes. You don't really look like a Nick Dunn. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Wait, why is your lot. last name Dunn? Because when my dad immigrated here, they just were like, I don't know how to sound that out, whatever mm. name he had. So we're just going to give you one. And it's going to be Dunn. Wait, what's what was it, what's his actual last name? He doesn't even fucking know either. You know what's oh, funny? Oh, damn. He but he's like, he's like, it's Does thin. your dad have CTE? Like, he might. He might. <laughs> okay. But he was like, it's like thin, like that. Thin. Nick Singh. Okay, it makes sense. Thin? I don't know. So yeah. they just went done? They just went done. People be fucking with Asian people sometimes when they first come to this country. I knew a dude, his name was Tiger, because when he first came to the States, a bunch of people that he was working with when he was going to change his, get an English name, they're like, well, he's like, what the shit I call myself? And he was like, Tiger. He goes in, he goes, look, guy, it's a tiger. 
And they're like, dude, we were just fucking around. Like, why is your name Tiger? So the whole time at, when he went to our church, I thought he was like some kind of gang member. It was like a crazy story. <laughs> oh, shit, that's Tiger. He just got pranked. That's <laughs> <laughs> For life, dude. The Tiger. He dude, could always change it back. People think I have an Asian name. I'm like, nope, it's Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> it's the widest fucking name ever. And people go like, oh, did your like, parents name you that? I'm like, well, I'm Gilbert Jr., so my dad's name is Gilbert. Dude, Get the fuck I, out of here. Do you know any white Gilberts? I don't know any white Gilberts. I know uh, a lot of white people with the last name Gilbert, and there's a cartoon character named Caillou, and his cat's name is Gilbert. <laughs> well, there it goes. And then there's an MMA fighter named Gilbert Burns. And he, that name doesn't sound very And he beat Chimaev. I don't Brazilian. care what people say. Hey, yo, shout out oh, to Gilbert take. Burns in that one time when he came to the UFC and he was wearing overalls and a yellow shirt. This fool looked like a three-year-old. What the fuck <laughs> Wait, was that? what was that? He showed up. He had this thing where he was wearing overalls, and he looked like he like, it was his first day of school. I'm like, Gilbert Burns, what the fuck is going on here, man? Overalls are hot, dude. They're coming back. It was when he, it was his first fight back fight back with the fro. And he had this yellow shirt. Oh, when he moved up to 170? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Look at that shit. I told you. Dude, he looks like little Bill. <laughs> is that, you, know, you know your first day of school when you're five and you're going to get your pictures taken? He's my first day of school. <laughs> my first day? It's Bro, my first day. That is a pretty bad outfit. That cute little boy could who, kill you. Who is he fighting for this? UFC 287? Uh, that was a recent. That was like might have a... been Chimaev, dude. Oh, my God. No, That's I think he's he fighting his mom. That's what he's doing. <laughs> oh, was it Usman? It was Usman. I think he squared up with Usman. Oh, Jorge. Oh, Jorge. Jorge. All wrong. Wow. All... <laughs> we are completely <laughs> wrong, wrong, dude. Guesses. It was a Polaris Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> tournament, dude. <laughs> it was going against Gary Tonin. <laughs> Shout out wow. to Jorge Masvidal, by the way. Retiring with all that money. I used to watch that fool in his backyard fights, oh, just yeah. scrapping. Crazy. Jorge Masvidal, dude. Do you, Jorge I think Masvidal. he's going to be, do you think back, uh, well, it's not backyard, it's a bare knuckle MMA. Does that take off? Because that dude, junior does not, hey, I know we're going to talk about this, but that was pretty wild. Dude, when you watch a, a BKFC fight, I love combat sports. I love watching people fight. But when I watch that, I go, this, is, this shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> It's so fucking brutal, It dude. reminds me of UFC 1. Yeah. 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 It's pretty fucking brutal. And you never think, you, you think that four-ounce gloves does nothing, right? It does something. Oh, when definitely. you watch bare-knuckle fighting, Scary. it is insane. When they connect a punch, there is no coming back from it. I think most people don't want to do that. Yeah. I, I, I don't even think, like, look at Luke, Luke Rockhold. He he figured out the, 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 the wrong time uh, he's when the... he's fighting... Mike Perry. And it's like, how do you even spar? How do you even train for a bare knuckle fight? I don't know. Mike Perry looks like he just, you know, eats bricks all day. That's it. He just yeah. chews on stones, rocks, and bricks. <laughs> this guy is a caveman, dude. He was on the Rogan podcast. Did you see that shit? Uh, no, I didn't see the episode. He's he's literally a caveman. Like he, he's the best kind of caveman. All, he was made for bare knuckle fighting. Like he was in the wrong promotion the whole fucking time. There is nobody that's tougher than Mike Perry. Seriously, he is tough as nails and just watching him in this like even the way he was like talking to luke rockhold and the way that he was gonna be he him, knew so good he, he wiped knew. the booger on his sweater did you see that yeah no. he Wait, picked what? his <laughs> nose and when they're facing off and they're about to take pictures he picks his nose and wipes it on luke uh almost said luke perry <laughs> luke rockhold's like really <laughs> like furry jacket because you know that thing's gonna stick on that <laughs> you, you know that's he gonna stick textures and textiles. <laughs> when he was talking shit to luke rockhold it was so funny he goes yeah yeah you might come forward and you might sock me in my face, but you're going to definitely break that hand on my chin. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, Ooh. Yeah, you're going to knock me out, and I'm going to go sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 
like, what? <laughs> what? I can't wrap my head around this shit talking. I'm like, this is some next level shit, dude. <laughs> dude, and then he punches a hole in his fucking lip. Oh, oh do you guys yeah, see what yeah. happened? Like, he got cracked in the lip. and Cracked his tooth. Oh, dude. You just knew right when he got hit, he was like, I'm out. Like, right then and there, he decided he's out. And there's a substantial size difference, too, between them. Yeah, and Luke Rockhold, you're a fucking model, dude. Yeah. What are you doing fighting bare knuckle? You yeah. handsome diesel model, Go dude. get your pictures taken. What are you doing, dude? He's a oh. samurai, though, dude. You don't tell is, a samurai is, what to do. He's, he's a true gangster. Fucking Tom Cruise, baby. Yeah, he's <laughs> Tom uh, Cruise. He does his own stuff. Do, do, do we see a lot more UFC fighters going to this right after instead of retiring? And that kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, man. Look, I, I believe... I, mean, I think the, the styles have to make sense. Because mm-hmm. you see the guys who went over to the bare knuckle. Like, when you hear Eddie about Alvarez. them fighting... Eddie Alvarez, Chad Mendes. Yeah, right? but, but then it, it makes sense, though. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, those guys are a different kind of breed. The Eddie Alvarez, Chad Mendes fight in BKFC was probably the only ones that I, that I really, really, really enjoyed. Those two, still amazing. Just yeah, great fight. And then, and you then Connor in the back. Giving them coaching advice. And then he throws it and points at Connor, and it fucking fucking <laughs> so cool. worked, dude. I, do you think people really listen to Connor? I feel like the guy shows up to every fight, says shit, and he just times it out with people what they're doing already. He could, but also too, it's like it's hard not to miss Connor McGregor, bro. He's probably the loudest guy in the whole fucking arena. Biggest question: You think he's on roids? Yes or no? Dude, he has the face. He has the or like is it the, just the really testosterone face? You ever seen oh, that shit? The, the deep cuts in the face. Yeah, bro. Yeah. When you start to see guys with that, you go, oh, you're on something. He's doing TRT or something. He's it definitely on the roids, man. Because he looks different. He yeah. looks thick, yeah. His head's a little bigger. His fucking, the deep, the the things right here. Obviously, his body looks different, but his face is what stands out to me the most. Like, he doesn't look like Connor. He looks like Buzz Lightyear with his fucking yeah. chin, <laughs> do, you think, do you think his teeth, his teeth got TRT? Oh, they got, I think they it's, got, I think it's they the got com- whitened, It's dude. the combination of the face and the teeth that looks so fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if you make that much money, dude, you're fucking, you're shaving these boys down and you're getting But I wonder with the fight of, like, Conor McGregor, too, right? And, you know, the, he even said it himself, like, he is a prize fighter. It's like, you have the money. So, and you actually do have the legacy. So, what's the whole point? Like, he just yeah. keeps losing. Mm-hmm. What has, is the point? And he has, like, a multi-billion dollar business, right? Isn't, like, uh, what's a proper, proper 12? 12? I said almost said 12 proper. Let's get it done right. Pete, can you say proper 12 for us? Ah. Uh, Proper 12. Oh, not, yeah, bad. not bad. That's Understated, not bad. simple, it's elegant, about classy. It. Yeah. It's classy. <laughs> I love it. Proper 12. Um, guys, let's get into UFC. <laughs> Noche. I don't know why they called it UFC night. Do we know why? Because it's in fight sp- night. It's fucking Mexican oh, that, Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, UFC right? fight night. I get it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Grasso. You don't like it? I don't like it. That's Just fucking rude. Make it a pay-per-view. This deserved to be a pay-per-view. It's, Honestly, it had pay-per-view so feels. Good. That fight was so good. The whole fight card. Look, there's a lot of controversy, right? Uh, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into the 10-8 round. Uh, we're going to get into the main event. But I'd like to talk about some of the other fights on the card. Are there any fights that stood out to either of you? Up and coming, people that look like Nick. What do you guys uh, think? I That's mean, rude. Okay, first of all. Talking about Kevin Holland? Or talking yeah, about people talking could, about Kevin Holland. People confuse us all the time. <laughs> Listen, Raul Ro- Rojas. Ro- 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 Rojas. <laughs> Bro, I don't know his name either. Yeah. Raul Ro- Ro- Rojas Jr. Right? I love his energy. I love his confidence. I love his vibe. But every time I look at his face, <laughs> I see that blobfish in the deep sea. <laughs> and it's just hard to not look. It, it, looks, yeah, bro. it just looks like Nick without his front teeth. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, is it wrong for me to say this? <laughs> Listen, Raul, if I ever meet you in person, please don't beat my ass. Yeah. I am a comic by trade, so I have to say you look like this. A blobfish. Yeah. That means that he's calling you a blobfish, dude. I I could see it. 
Like if you <laughs> oh, just, cool. I can see it. Like if Nick had dentures and he just popped out the front ones, yeah. right there. That's what it is. And if I just stuck with fighting a lot longer, it's gonna be you, know? you man. You the, know, the fact that he's only eighteen is pretty crazy. That, too. That's what people also forget too, right? They're they're kind of shitting on him because of his last loss, right? And he got fucking his ass beat mm-hmm. because there are levels to this shit. Yeah. Remember, he is eighteen, young man. Old. Yeah, <laughs> and it's insane how good he is for his age. And by the way, he is beating adults who have, you know, winning records or they have fights on their record where they have one and they fought other adults. He's yeah. fucking eight. What were you doing when you were 18 years old? Not doing this. A hundred percent. I just got a picture sent of me when I went to Hawaii for the first time 10 years. I looked like shit. Is that the barbell <laughs> uh, photo? Yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> and by the way, barbell brigade marketing, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> People, I don't want to buy that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, is this what an athlete looks like? <laughs> That's your sponsored athlete? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, the one that I, the fight that I just fucking, I watched five or six times, Roman Kopalov. Yeah, dude. Ooh. Wow. He's such wow. a crazy striker. I mean, people have talked about this guy for a while, right? He's undefeated, extremely explosive, and he hits like a fucking tank. And he's not, and by the way, when, when people talk about, when they use these adjectives for fighters, they usually talk about fighters who kind of just throw haymakers. He is a surgical fucking knife. So technical. So amazing. Probably my favorite fight on the whole card, to be honest with you, because of how shockingly good he was. And by the way, it was also very, very competitive because mm-hmm. it's not like the person who he fought was a bum, Josh Friend. Like, he was good. In that first round, Josh was using his jab. He was using his reach. And obviously, this is a whole Southpaw versus Orthodox fight. So you're seeing people do the hand fighting. You're seeing the outside foot play. And then obviously, Josh was doing a good job in the beginning of it. But one of the things that I noticed that I thought Josh kind of messed up on was even though he was you know starting with the hand fighting and he was getting the foot position, whenever Josh was throwing his right kick, his foot was on the inside. Mm, so it was wide. It was wide, and it just it, it didn't have the same effect. Versus Roman, when he was throwing his left kick, Oof. his foot was on the outside, full hip Straight extended. shot, too. Kong! Oof. And it just, it, it, was, it was like a fucking thunderstrike. His kicks are so fast. What is that? And his setups, because you know how some guys, like when they throw the body kick, mm. and then they want to go to the head kick right after, they don't hit hard enough to the body, or get them get the reaction of him being like kind of scared and wincing a little bit but when he threw that in the second round the sequence that you showed me throws the body kick waits a couple seconds and then a crisp head kick it was on the guard but you know that shit fucking hurt because it was so fast and he was expecting that body kick and his arm was all fucked up from bro it too. this guy's oh. kind of on a tear right now bro Do he's we, killing everybody man. is he getting a top 15 next i hope so oh first fight in the ufc is he lost oh he did i thought he was undefeated no, so he first two fights. F- first two fights. Now he's on a four-fight tear. Ooh, let's go. Okay, so he started wrong. piecing it together. And the guys he beat are pretty fucking good. Like they're not. They're Stand not chumps. And and I'm sure that they're gonna they're gonna build him up. He's gonna fight someone in the top fifteen next, because his his KO of Claudio Ribeiro, that little head kick, oof, that shit was nasty, crazy, dude. And he he landed those <clears> types <throat> of kicks on uh, Frem. And the great thing about him too is like, he doesn't telegraph any of his shit. And so when, you, when you're watching this fight and you watch it a couple of times back, you know, people give his, they say his favorite attribute is that he's so explosive, but it's not even just his explosiveness. It's like his timing. Yeah. Whenever, whenever Josh would kind of enter into his zone, he would counter so fucking fast. And, and, and like I said, we're talking about speed here too, but you have to be a smart enough fighter and you have to be intuitive mm-hmm. enough to know when to throw. And his, 
the pockets and where he was throwing was just so perfect. Those body shots. The body shots. I mean, the body kicks were fucking amazing. And in the first round, there was another uh, a head kick that he connected. Josh actually did a great job of blocking it, but you could tell after he absorbed that shot, that arm was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. fucked, dude. And what it was the do? body kick, it was the head kick, and it was the damage over time. But his his positioning, like you said, it's perfect. so good. Watch, watch. He's just he's just out of the way enough, and then he comes back with a loose like four or five punches to the Ooh. body. And just the shot selection. And then from there, as soon as he goes body, he fakes body, goes up top. And it's like, oh, it just, mwah, chef's kiss. Because he, he had his timing down by that, by the second round. He was downloading. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see the first round, but the second round, the last sequence that you showed me. The first round was really competitive. Time. And towards the last two seconds, Josh Frem gets connected. Uh, he, Kopalov connects a shot to Josh with a spinning back fist, and it mm. breaks his nose. Oh. And so throughout the rest of the round and the fights, he basically was trying to breathe out of it. His mouth was open, and he kept blowing out of it. So I don't know if that was – obviously, that affected the second round as well. He was well. pretty bloody by that by that second round. His nose was busted. He couldn't oh. breathe out of it. It was pretty much done at that point. You know what? This kid seems like a killer. I say just give him, like, Vittori and let him just get up there. Let me see top 15 on uh, middleweight. Right I think that we just need some new faces. Here, you give I him think... Kevin Gaslam or give him Jack Hermanson. Give him Hermanson so he has to fight. Is uh, Kelvin Gastelum still at 185 or is he going to 170? No, he's 170 now. He's 170 he? now. Huh? He made an announcement that he's going to stay at 170. Mm. If he can cut that. That guy's messed hey, look, up so I, many I times. I feel for Kelvin Gastelum, man. Cheeseburgers be hella good, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Get it, man. I don't blame <laughs> you, dog. <laughs> that fool comes in 185 like he just dropped his kids off at a soccer practice. Like, <laughs> I get it. I get it, dude. It's hard to say no to French fries. I understand. Because uh, he's probably at that weird weight where he's like in the middle. I don't know? think I've ever seen him cut once like physically look cut uh, it's always like right after soccer game softness it's kind of fucked up i wonder dude. what he's gonna look like legitimate at 170 because he wants to do a legitimate run at 170 he was supposed to fight a shot with shopcott right oh that's right and then the yeah. fight got canceled because he got injured yeah here's the thing with gaslam i'm looking at all the guys on welterweight i still think he has a better shot at middleweight because the welterweight division looks fucking scary for him mm. shemaev uh, Shav- yeah, Shavkat. Shamaya fucking everything up because he should be Uzma. a middleweight. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> he should be a middleweight. The only reason why he's top four at welterweight is because he be- beat Gilbert Burns, which you don't believe happened. No. What do you think there. it is? Like, okay, so obviously there's been a lot of conversation um, in MMA recently with Sambo fighters, right? Mm. What is it about Sambo that kind of separates them from the rest of the pack? I think because they they've been doing MMA their whole fucking life, essentially. I agree. Like, that's what it really... Like, you see you see these old videos of Habib doing uh, Sambo. He's he's doing MMA. But, like, super intense. <laughs> and he has so many fights under that uh, that rule set. I, I think it's the same thing when you look at Taekwondo guys that start to do uh, kickboxing or MMA. They just kick better. Like, you've just have been kicking that way mm-hmm. since you were four. So I feel like they've been doing MMA yeah. since they were four years old. So they're punching, they're kicking, they're grappling, they're doing ground and pound, and they're chaining submissions together. And then they have the gi top, so then that gives them a whole nother arsenal of, of takedowns that maybe a traditional wrestler may not have. And then... But then, but then you're also seeing high-level wrestlers do very well in MMA, obviously, right? Just for... But they're striking too at a high level. That's exactly, it's amazing. But they, you know, you look at the like sambo is like a it's a it's a national sport for them. So mm. and they've been doing it since they were mm. like combat sports in general, boxing, kickboxing. You there's always great uh, Russian guys competing in all those sports, and they're they're at the top. You know, so I think for sambo specifically, it's just the overall. I think everyone else is a little behind. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we should do one day of that. <clears throat> we should all wear geese and just go full sambo sparring. Ugh, man, sambo is so. I think I've only I don't I've only heard of sambo recently, but I actually didn't know that Fedor is a sambo fighter. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's been around for a while. Yeah. Right. So obviously it has some merits for quite a long time, but even within sambo, it's evolved. Yeah. Right. Because if you look at the way you know Fedor fights. It's not what you see traditionally from all these newer Sambo fighters, right? Sambo fighters now are typically more grappling heavy, mm-hmm. right? A lot of judo throws, a lot of like judo trips and everything else like yeah. that. So, because when I look at Fedor, I mean, obviously he had amazing ground and pound, which I believe that's where the Sambo thing kind of came in. But now I've like even ev- there's an evolution with with this practice as well because mm-hmm. now I'm seeing these fighters they're so scared of the takedown, they're so scared of what they can do on the floor. But some of these Sambo fighters won't even go to the floor. Mm. I'll just stand up. Yeah, I'm just gonna beat the shit out of you. Do something about it. Yeah. Makachev, look what um, he did with Oliveira. He just stood up. Yeah, on Kalaev, dude, that motherfucker. Oh yeah. He he's like he doesn't even wrestle, but he's he's got it. I'm By sure way, he does. A hundred percent, that fool is Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he's not Abe Lincoln. This motherfucker here freed slaves and shit. Yeah, dude. Trying he's to lie to me. Abe Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, I saw him. He had that top hat on, baby. I hope he walks out with the top hat. It is nice oh, face off. Oh please. <laughs> it was him and Zabit. Zabit, oh, yeah. the original Abe Lincoln, dude. Oh, man, that's sad that he's not fighting anymore. He had but, a heart condition. Yeah, oh, is that why he's? Yeah, he had yeah. like a heart condition or something. So since we have this up, yeah, we're talking. Let's talk about Kevin Holland, JDM, dude. Because I'm not gonna say his full name. I don't know what kind of name that is. Jack Della Maddalena. That yeah. sounds good. Oh, Della Maddalena. Ma- that way, dude. That's hard. One and a two and a Maladena. That's it. Hey, Maladena. Bro, I hope Australia that takes off. That'd be tight. That'd be tight. Every knockout. Now he hates it though. He's like, oh, I fucking hate it. Fucking green guy started that. By the way, on on the channel, <laughs> I've been verbally abusing myself, and the freaking comment gets keeps getting taken down. I hate it. What? Like, I go on my own personal channel, yeah. and then I write negative comments about myself on our channel, and it keeps getting taken down. <laughs> like I hate what? it. Like what? Huh? I said, I hate that fat Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps getting deleted. Wait, on Ooze? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hate speech, dude. Are you deleting that? <laughs> Stop deleting my hate. My the hate. Al- the if there's, only, if there's only one comment and it's negative, they'll delete it. I'm sure. They keep deleting it. Yeah, dude. That's, that's so racial it makes slurs. Me, I, I, something. I posted there. it four times now. Dude, stop. You know, hurting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, self love, man. Dude, it's such a good joke, though. All right, guys. UFC Noche. Are there any other? Uh, oh, what was that? Uh, are there any other fights on that card? Oh, we're gonna talk oh about Kevin, Kevin Holland, dude. What the fuck, man? You just ignore me for. Oh, sorry, I got distracted by his thing? amazing fucking <laughs> Macarena thing. That's all we say about the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Next thing. I know you guys want to hear us talk about the fight, but we're going to sing the Macarena. Uh, I do want to talk about this even before the fight. I think one of the things that concerned me going into the fight was actually how Kevin Holland was talking, uh, speaking on the, the, the pre-fight conference. What was he saying? So... I don't know why this irritated me because I love Kevin Holland, especially the way he is on the mic. He's great. But he seemed a little irritated for absolutely no reason. So I was wondering about his headspace. And I know that this this is absolutely stupid because we don't really know what's going on with him. But I do believe like in these pre-fight and post-fight conferences, we can pick up on a lot of things. Definitely. Right. So uh, uh, a reporter was asking him like, hey, so for you, why why don't you care about the belt anymore? Like, what point in your career did you not care about the belt? Because that's what he was saying. And then Kevin Holland got irritated. He was like, well, why do you care about the belt so much? Why don't you tell me? And he goes, that's not what I'm asking. I'm, I'm asking you, like, yeah. at what point in your career did you stop caring about it? He goes, well, if I don't care about it, why do you care about it? I'm like, 
this doesn't sound like a strong-minded mm-hmm. person. Well, defensive. Like, like what, what's the problem here? Like, the question was actually appropriate. Like, yeah. uh, as as a fan of his, I'm actually curious, too. It's like, oh, yeah, so why why is the belt not important to you a- anymore? And what is a motivating factor for you as a fighter if it's not the belt? Because that's what we typically fee- see with prize fighters. And he just was so irritated at this reporter, and I didn't understand why. So I was like, uh, I don't know if he's in the right headspace. Mm. And it kind of looked like that in this fight. Like whenever I see Kevin Holland fight, I oh, and I think a lot of people feel the same way, especially at 170. I I expected him to be in like the top five by now Mm-mm-mm-mm. because I think that's how I, I think he's so good. Yeah, like when when he was at 185 and he was piecing up dudes like you know um, Joaquin whatever Joaquin, Joaquin Buckley yeah. like that finish <laughs> Joaquin like Phoenix. how good yeah how remember when he gave him that cleft lip. <laughs> And that's the story behind the <laughs> And now Joaquin Phoenix is Chimaev. Chimaev. <laughs> He's actually Chimaev. That's the origin story. Great actor. <laughs> great actor. <laughs> By the way, great lip. Great lip. I One love, of the best cleft lips around. I, I love clefts. Sure. Clefts are the best. <laughs> that's if a t-shirt. Clefts are the best. Yeah, if you don't have a cleft lip, I actually hate you. <laughs> <laughs> he hates all of us, dude. <laughs> Non-cleft people, yuck. Am I got you guys? I mean, but, but you're right. He is like, he has the star quality. I feel too. like he's so talented. Yeah. And I feel like what gets in his way is his ability to, like, want to fuck around in the octagon. And I don't think he did it that much for this fight. But, like, the Wonder Boy Thompson fight, I felt like he engaged a little too much. And I was like, mm. man, like, just fucking take this dude and try to take Do you think he kind of bought out. into that identity with people talking about it? Like, oh, this guy had the mouth. He loves to talk in the rings. You kind of take on. Yeah, I think so. Like, I kind of got to do it now. Because, you know, he was getting praised for that, right? Because yep. he's so funny. He was so interesting. And, you know, I'm sure when you do that kind of stuff, more people want to watch your fights, right? Because he is a superstar for a reason. But I, I just felt like I felt like that was a good matchup for him. JDM is very good. Mm-hmm. I thought JDM was going to win. But even in the moments of them exchanging, I was like, I, I left watching that fight feeling like Kevin Holland could have done more. What did you guys feel? Do you think that was accurate? Do you guys think very just JDM just did such a good – because he's, he, he's very technical, JDM. He's very good. They were they were both very technical, to be honest with you. I mean, Kevin Holland didn't really overcommit on his shots. He was definitely throwing out that jab, checking yeah. the distance, and you know he couldn't really get his. First of all, his cross is fast as shit. Jesus Christ, man! Oh, Kevin Holland's? Yeah, it's that kung fu baby, I, dude. I felt like he could have tagged them a lot more. I feel like he didn't let it go enough. And from what mm-hmm. I was watching, I was like, just more volume, Kevin. More. Like just down the pipe because he's punching down. You know, he kept throwing a lot of these like. Back fist, yeah. yeah, like a little tap, which is fine. I'm sure it sets up his right hand, but I was like, where's the right hand following? Yeah. You know, but he, dude, his sidekicks were really great because when um, JDM was trying to close that distance, he would sidekick him away, which I thought was fantastic, which is a great part on JDM because that didn't really deter him. He yeah. just kind of timed it a little bit better mm-hmm. on his entries. Mm-hmm. And I think like with, with somebody who's like super long, um, JDM had a really great tactic. He just had yeah. to find his right moments to get in the pocket and start throwing them looping shots over. His eyes were really good, too. Mm-hmm. Hands tight and just eyes open the whole time, and he was just looking for all those shots. And I also feel like Kevin Holland could definitely benefit from just a more diverse kicking game. Where's his black belt skills? Like that's Because yeah. we keep talking about this, right? He's a, he's a Travis Luter black belt, mm-hmm. black belt, black belt. How where? Yeah, I want to see it because if if the like we, we I mean we talked about this in the last podcast too. The threat of the takedown opens up so much for strikes. Mm-hmm. So if he has that skill, where is it? Yeah. I, I I want to see it so bad. 
Yeah, I mean, when was the last time we actually saw him grapple? I'm trying to remember. I do remember him. Oh, he he submitted Kiesa. <laughs> I forgot about that. But it seems like everybody's submitting him. So <laughs> yeah, but isn't he supposed to be also the ground guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, I know that's a side thing, right? How come he keeps on getting choked out by the same thing by a Dars? Kryptonite. I have no idea, dude. Because like I think his, yeah, it's like his well, Kryptonite. When he fights too, like especially with the Kiesa Kevin Holland fight. I just felt like Kiesa was just desperate for the takedown, and when you're desperate for the takedown, it just and you you just don't set it up well. Guys like Kevin Holland who have giant long arms are gonna see that shit coming a mile away and just cinch mm. up the neck. You know, I'm sure that's something they game plan for. Like, yeah. ah, he doesn't defend it that well. Let's just keep throwing it up. That was kind of a an, a really easy fight for Holland. It was, was almost too easy. It was mm. yeah. It, 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 you may, I felt sad for uh, Kiesa because I like Kiesa yeah. a lot, man. Great on the mic too. Great Very commentator. Good. But I feel like the inactivity and the injuries. Just doesn't allow you to get. He just didn't seem that comfortable in the cage, you know. And I, I feel think, like the yeah. inactivity was like the main reason. It was on, it honestly went downhill ever since he did the whole mom thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mom thing was like, was tough, Kevin Lee. Hey man, don't defend your mom like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't you ever talk about my mom that way? Everyone's like, Ooh. even Kevin Lee was like, dude, what? What? Dude, that chill. Even, that wasn't even the target, dude. I, <laughs> I just mentioned your mom. <laughs> I loved Kevin Lee when he first came in because I actually thought he had such like championship quality. I thought, yeah. he, was, I thought he was the next guy. I, th- I, I really thought he was the next guy. And then his brother came in and stole the spotlight just doing food reviews. That, <laughs> wait, what? I don't know this. Keith Lee. He does food reviews? So Keith Lee... He's an MMA fighter, right? Uh, Keith Lee is... He was in Bellator. I actually didn't know know that he has a fighting record, but he he now just does food reviews. Uh, Keith Lee blew the fuck up. Yeah, he has like like 2 million followers on Instagram. Damn, and that's not the Keith Lee I'm thinking. He also said that LA has no good food whatsoever. That's not Keith Lee. Hey, what's what's next for JDM, dude? Who do you guys want to match him up with? Dude, what about JDM, Ian Gary? Done. Oh! That's a fun fight. Or even any of those guys in Ian Gary. What's up? Okay. I, Ian Gary. You about to shit on Ian Gary? Listen, Ian yeah. Gary's striking is beautiful. He's great. I man. love it. But when I hear him talk, huh? Yeah, you know what you it is? get annoyed a little I bit. I know that you're from the same area as Conor McGregor and you look up to him, but it's like, do a different shtick. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Be less Irish, dude. Yeah, don't be, don't be so <laughs> Why are you Irish? so Irish? Don't be from where you're from. Yeah. yeah. It's not cool. Dude, I'm not school. What if all the Irish guys... That like do MMA just sound like that, but they don't. Like who? Huh? John Kavanaugh. <laughs> John Kavanaugh. Oh, I knew you didn't know. You didn't have an answer to that. I was gonna say Kavanaugh, and I'm like, he does. Remember Only... James Gallagher? James Gallagher. Gallagher. But he, see, he sounds like. But Mer- check he it dresses out. like McGregor too. But check it out though. They both have openly admitted that they idolized Conor McGregor. Uh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think yeah. for me too. Like, come on, bro. Like this is weird. Like him going at Neil Magny was so corny. Because it was just such a stretch. Like Neil Magnus, like I'm gonna spank you, like you're my like you're my child. He goes, this man's a child beater. He's a child beater. I was like, that what was a, weird. Was Energy like, what was weird. weird angle. Yeah, that's not that funny. Like everybody listening, they're like, oh, this is a very weird angle and a reach. <laughs> like be quiet. I don't like when fighters take it to a little too dark and they get it too serious with it. I like the trolling. Yeah, yeah. trolling is great. That's a little weird. Like, Dude, Ian yeah. Gary should have said, I'm gonna drop him. Like the Twin Towers. Yes. Like that that would have been good. <laughs> Israel Adesanya. Yeah, that would have been good. Fantastic. Just follow, dude. just follow Izzy. Dude. Frozen. Yeah, I'm going to leave you frozen like El- fucking. El- you're going to go to sleep like Cosby and the Roofies. Boom. Bow. Everyone's like, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to put the sweater on. <laughs> Epstein Island, take you somewhere where you don't even know. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Relax. Deep waters. <laughs> 
See, Ian Gary hit me up, bro. I'll teach yeah, you how to we talk got shit. You, dude. But that's what you guys were saying, like with the way that he talks shit. It's too serious. Too like, serious. You got him. Like Conor McGregor was fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck, fuck is, is that, that guy? guy? Who the fuck is that? Yeah. You have to troll. You just have to troll. I, yeah. It's. I'm trying to think of another fighter that takes it way too. It's a lot of these guys are just following the Conor model. They yeah. think they know they're doing it. They're just not. Yeah. Yeah. They're really just not doing it at all. Like just simple things. Like yeah. remember when when Conor McGregor was like Floyd Mayweather can't even fucking read. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fun. Done. That's fun. Game that's point. I'm laughing. Nate dude. can't even count to ten. Yeah. <laughs> dude, remember when uh, Nate and Conor were on the uh, MSNBC? Get me <laughs> the MSNBC. Oh, oh one of the greatest God. things ever. That is. Me and Tiff what, will what watch that randomly. What channel or something? I was yeah. like, yeah, you are. He's like, what the fuck is this? And he just starts cursing the whole time, and then Connor's busting up. See, I'm like, that's what you got to be. Yeah, that's yeah. a star. Yeah, yeah. Both of them. a little too serious. It's like, dude, just I, relax, dude. Like, your shit talking is weird, man. Just be yourself. Be entertaining, please. Be yourself. Um, oh, one more fight. I want to talk in the prelims. Nope. Uh, David just showed us this. Edgar uh, Chires versus Daniel uh, Lacerda. There was a guillotine choke, and it was called a tap? Or yeah. was it the ref pulled him off before a tap? So because Can you walk us through that? Clearly, yeah. we I don't do jujitsu. Yeah, you do. So look this, your body. Okay, look, I tore my knee. I'm done. This is uh, <laughs> we're gonna get David into jujitsu. This is yeah. you, dude. I, I want you to explain this because I actually don't know what happened. So walk people through the actual sequence. So yeah. Lacerda shot a takedown, a single leg, and then Chirez stuffed ahead, looped his arm through, and got an anaconda choke on the hands on the outside. And it's like you're choking your. You're carotid with this side, and then your uh, other carotid with your other shoulder, right? Um, and it was tight. It was really tight. He started getting put up against the cage, and it, he was arching his back, trying to finish. And Lacerda, who was in the choke, the ref, Chris Tioni or whatever, is there checking him, checking his arm to see if he's okay. Picks up his arm, and then it goes limp. And then he stopped it right away. But then after the stoppage happened, he was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's the Robbie Lawler situation all over again. Yes. Pretty much. Pretty yes, much. Yes, 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 yes. I felt like he could have just waited another half second or so. Or maybe a couple more, two, three seconds. Because, dude, if you're asleep, he's he's asleep anyway. If he mm. lets go and he drops, if that's he's all dead, good. he's dead, if I like that. If he's dead, he's dead. Yeah. You know? Water don't drop. get more wet. You know what I'm saying? Water's yeah, he's, wet. He's already done, though. <laughs> right? Just wait a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, you gotta coach you gotta coach Ian Gary for sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't tap, just go out. If he's dead, he's dead, dude. Yeah. Is water more wet if it gets wet? But I, I just think he jumped he jumped he jumped the gun. He just he he he, he, he interfered too early. He should have let it play out a little bit longer. Well from a ca- like like for me as a casual perspective, right when I saw it, I thought I actually thought he was out. It looked like it, bro. Like it's it's hard to His like, arm did go limp. It went limp, that's why right? it's like but but that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. See that's like, like but the like hard th- thing. like that though. It was a little quick. I'm gonna say it kind of went down. It it did drop. It did drop. But so did Robbie Lawler. But he came up and he was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" But when Robbie Lawler came up, he looked way more like Alert. awake. Yeah. Lacerda kind of did look like, "Oh, I'm fine, man. What the fuck? I'm fine. <laughs> Just a little bit." Hey uh, man, let's, but let's, let's put logic to this then. All right, you're about to fuck your girl. Yeah, yeah. I dick, can't relate. The me either. <laughs> His dick is limp, and she goes, oh, I guess we're done. And then he stands up, and his dick gets hard. He goes, what do you mean? Yeah. I'd be like, how the fuck did you figure that out? Yeah. Yeah. Whose fault is it? Is it the lady or is it the guy? That. That's, wow. That's tough, Ask your blood sister. (laughs) (laughs) Gabby, weigh in. Gabby, weigh in. So when me and Cindy are... (laughs) (laughs) Dude, her hat went lower by itself. It just... uh... (laughs) 
<laughs> it made a cartoon noise. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I think it's no one's fault. I, I think, think you honestly, you, it's on us. Yeah. Yeah. If our date goes limp, limp it's and on then us. we and we get panic hard, that's not real love hard. Yeah. It's oh, panic that's hard. true. Yeah. There it's gonna go. go away like that. Yeah. It's gonna turn into a wet noodle in five seconds. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why did you? Why did you? Why did you stop fucking me? Like, what the hell? Yeah. It was limp. Yeah. What so, did you think? So with this analogy, are we trying to say it's the fighter's fault? A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. That's the conclusion we're drawing. If you were a real man, you would have done the wrong thing and tensed up your neck and then <laughs> fucking then, lost. Then lose. Yeah, take sure. the L like a real man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Like I said, I don't know. Jiu-Jitsu, and they, so they overturn hard. it right away, too. Usually it's like a couple weeks. Someone appeals and yeah. they'll be like, hey, new news. Fight got overturned. But the fact that they did right then and there, I think it was the replay. No, you know what? Yeah, that's not, you know it's not the fighter's fault. That's the ref's fault. Yeah, the ref said it, it's, it's a ref because even like when guys want to play possum with striking, like Ty does this right yeah. quite often when he like wobbles. Izzy does. What if a fighter was like, oh, the ref was like, hey, stop the fight? He's wobbled. It's like, bro, I'm playing possum. Yeah, I come mean, on, dog. Let that let them play possum until let them get choked up. They get choked I up. I mean, one of the worst the the Iwan Kutalaba against Ankalaya. That one was sick. That, that was so stupid. Like, cl- like he's he's like playing possum. <laughs> I was like, bro, he what? was doing the he was doing the Jackie Chan thing. From yeah, Drunken is he doing Drunken Master? I mean, the, the way he tight. was playing possum was so comical. Clearly, he's not rock. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's actually funny. Yeah. you know what I mean. And you actually thought he was dizzy. He was like, whoa. He might as well just made that noise. Like, <laughs> Joe Rogan. He's saying, whoa. <laughs> he's out. He's out. He's. Out. <laughs> <laughs> He's out on his feet. <laughs> well, then you know what? Give Robbie Lawler his uh, his uh, what's it called? Fucking what do you call that? That should be a no contest too. Yeah, Ben yeah. Askren's not even in the UFC. I anymore. mean, Ben Askren got super lucky. He was out like a fucking light. Yeah. Dude, remember when he got slammed? That was so good. Cool. Dude, it was amazing. Jesus Christ. Let's get into. Let's talk about it. Why everyone is here? There was a ten eight round in the main event, and it was a draw. <sighs> DC uh, DC was interviewing Grasso after the fight, and she said, I won. And then he said immediately, it was a draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love so yeah. much. Yeah. Ah, it's a draw. Yeah. It's a draw. All right. First, uh, let's just get this out there. So it's it's uh, in concrete answers. Uh, who did you have winning, and what was your round total? And then we'll get into more specifics of score. How many rounds to what? Ooh, you guys thinking about it still? You had a couple days. I give yeah. it three to Shevchenko, baby. All right, I did too. I had round one, round three. Yes, round, round five. five. That's it. Round five, just to put it out there, that was almost f- four minutes of domination. And I feel like you could maybe, maybe argue round four and two. For Shevchenko? Shevchenko dude. You would yeah. argue a five. Okay, so 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 round two, round two. She Valentina gets dropped, right? Yes. They scored that round for her because she did the most damage. She had the Grasso, knees and yep. the elbows, but also too like she did come back. She recovered. She was out of control position. I think it's a stretch if you were to give that round to Shevchenko. Obviously, knockdown. Come on, yeah, easy. Oh, I, I wanted to ask about this too. So Shevchenko was contesting that those were illegal knee strikes, right? So she wasn't weight-bearing. Yeah, so what is the rule behind that? Because I, I assume that once you have all five fingers to the floor, that it's pretty yeah. much good to go, that you can't strike. But exactly. It's not that. Yeah. yeah. But so if her fingertips were barely touching the ground and she was, like, trying to put her hand there, and weight-bearing is, like, her whole palm is on the ground and her base 
is three points of contact, her hand and then her two feet maybe, or maybe like a knee. But don't fighters still play the tap game and they still honor that? So now I think it's a newer rule Okay, that it's like if she if her whole hand isn't on the ground, then it's no go. And what's her name? I think Alexa Grasso too was like lifting her up and mm. kneeing her at the same time. Mm. And she was pushing her against the cage. So she was moving. So she, yeah, she was moving backwards, right? So it was like she didn't have that much weight on her okay, lead Okay, well, hand. that's good. So they eliminated that bullshit. And they told thing. her right then and there too. They are like, that's legal. Herb Dean okay. was saying to her like, that's legal, that's legal, that's legal. Shout out to Herb. And you they might have done that because of Aljo. Because Aljo, yeah. Aljo loves doing shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I like Aljo, but you play pasta. You do that little shit too much, man. Two whack-a-moles all day on the Yeah, ground. he loves fucking putting, getting all fours and shaking his head like this. It's, it's, it's just Bro, not a good position. Man. It's just not a good position. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, just, Dude, it's so weird. If you're a fighter, you're on all fours. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, get knocked out. And then Aljo's like, <laughs> hey, yeah. get fucking knocked out. That's why Aljo, he gets so mad. He goes, I don't understand. I'm one of the greatest. I don't understand why people don't like me. Cut to. It's because of shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Beyonce to, concert. We're trying to see a fight, not see you. Beyonce concert. It's like, bro, he's on all fours doing this. <laughs> Ring the alarm. <laughs> I'll be damned if I see another bitch on your arm. <laughs> Aljo. Someone meme it. Someone meme it right now. Please, please do it. Because <laughs> Aljo doesn't understand. He's like, I don't understand why people just hate on me so much. It's because I feel bad for him. It's the way in which you win that people don't like because you're finding these loopholes. Like I said, you're an amazing fucking fighter. And to be honest with you, I think you would win without that shit either. Yeah. So best grappler I still in that division, I think. He's amazing. He's goofy as shit. Just weird. Yeah. Funk He's the master. Master. Funk master. All right. So round uh what so round two, Shevchenko, round three, you said what, Nick? I go round one, Shevchenko, Shevchenko. round three, Shevchenko, round five, Shevchenko. Shevchenko. But you would would you have been mad, either one of you, if they gave Grasso uh, a 10-9 or a, yeah, or a 10-9 for the I, fifth I, round? I wouldn't be Is the 10-8 the problem, or is 10-9 still okay? I even say even, not okay for even round mm. four. Round four is, is kind of up in the air, too, for me. Like yeah. I thought Shevchenko did pretty well in that round. Like three, four. Like she ended up in a heel hook at the end, but you know, it's like she. I feel like she dominated. It, it, she she controlled a lot of that round. But Alexa Grasso did have big moments in that fight. But from the standing, whenever they were standing, I felt like Shevchenko. Was Shevchenko was jab, all over. Her. The, yeah. fifth, the fifth round, honestly, that was jabbing to the face for four minutes. And 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 on top of that too, it's like every time Valentina would land a jab, Grasso would just sit there, right? And then when she would counter. She would counter, a man, uh, Valentina would pull, and then counter back with like two shots. I just felt like she was kind of all over her with the stand-up. I'll say this, right? <clears throat> the UFC historically so far in the last, historically, I would say in the last like two years or so. <laughs> historically. Yeah, historically <laughs> in the last two years. 2000 AD. <laughs> the UFC historically in the last two weeks. No, in the, in the last like two years, right, They judges have a problem with looking, like respecting the jab. Like yeah. they don't respect the jab as hard damage, which is absolutely stupid. And I'll give you a Especially great ex- MMA gloves. Exactly. Let's give a great like Corey Sanhagen has an amazing jab, right? Let's look at the fight with um, I'm sorry, not Corey Hansen, Rob Font. Mm. Rob Font's jab oh is absolutely amazing, Big right? We look at um Jeremy Stevens. Jeremy Stevens gets gifted a lot of wins. And look, I'm a Sacramento boy, so I love Jeremy Stevens for that, right? Minus his gyno. Now Jeremy Stevens, Wait, he has got my Emmett. Oh, I'm sorry, not Jeremy. Josh Emmett. I'm sorry. Josh Emmett. My bad. Get your guy right, dude. My bad. <laughs> Both of them are hard hitting white boys. Josh Emmett, he gets awarded a lot of significant strikes because he throws these hard looping punches that always hits everybody's guard, right? Yeah. Mm. Farms. And, you, and you look at his fights with jabbers where he got his face jabbed in, and then judges don't even count it. They yeah. think it's whatever. Like Danny Gay. 
Yeah. Yeah, but Danny yeah, yeah. Ige fight. He keeps getting gifted these things. And so I think a lot of judges don't know what it's like to get jabbed in the fucking face. Yeah. Like, it is hard, significant damage. And especially with the jab, you're controlling the fight, which is another aspect of, of, of judging criteria, right? I mean, and look then, at GSP. His whole career is that. Yeah, just touching dudes in the face. Look at yeah. Josh Koscheck's eye. So know? when you look at that fifth round, right? Rude. Look at this shit, dude. She Josh was Koscheck. Jabbing her fucking face off. Yeah. And, and if we're talking about control being a huge factor as well, and you're only looking at it for the fact that she took her back, well, let's talk about time then. That's nearly, one minute. Yeah. <laughs> one minute. Nearly four minutes of control with the jab and significant strikes. And you're saying that a 10, like a 10 8 score for having your back doing absolutely nothing yeah. beats octagon control with significant damage makes absolutely no sense to me. Because she had at one point. The forearm across her neck to choke, but she popped right off. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, you're attempting a submission, but it wasn't like leading to, I don't want to say excessive damage, but like a lopsided uh, result. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like you left the fifth round thinking, whoa. There whoa. was no whoa. Like, like when we saw Islam and Volk, right? That fifth round, that's more of a 10 8 to me than, than this fight. Yeah. Because you saw the body language of Islam, like he didn't look that good, right? Mm -hmm. Volk was kind of all over him, and he was he was fucking punching his face in. He took he got on top, right? For this one, I just felt like yeah, the submission tempo was like maybe there, but it didn't ha like it wasn't close. I will even concede this, right? Let's say Shevchenko was controlling the center of the octagon, right? But she didn't punch her face in. Then yeah, maybe let's let's mm. give that ten nine over to Grasso. Yeah, right. I say ten nine, not ten eight. Yeah, but she was controlling the center of the octagon and beating her to smithereens with a jab. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't make sense at, at all. I'm less insulted by the 10-8. I'm more insulted that every judge had this round going to Grasso. Yeah, yeah. that's more insulting to me. I'm like, so what you're saying as judges is that you value, I guess, moments like that on the ground more so than technical control, which yeah. is weird and damage and, and damage. damage. And then the f and then the fourth round, they kind of. They have two people going for Valentina and then one person going for Alexa Grasso in the fourth round. And by the way, this judge's name is Mike Bell. Nick's best friend. <laughs> Nick's best friend. Nick's best friend. <laughs> what is your relationship to Mike, Mike Bell? Bell? You know, Nick? we used to train with him at Fight Academy. He used to come and train. And he was he would ref all the local amateur fights. So we'd always see him like, what up, Mike? Like, he was just cool. He was a cool ass dude. Really nice guy. And like, he's a nerd about fighting, you know. Is he? Is he really though? Yeah, that's what I thought. Sure. All right, and then we'd always see him at like I see him at local coffee shops. They're like, "Yo, what up, Mike? I saw you on I saw you at Bell Tour last weekend. We just shoot the shit. Really nice guy." Well, you better talk to him. Ask him what the fuck happened with his scoring. I think everyone hitting him up right now. Bro. Yeah, he has to explain himself. That is some bull. I think shit. everyone is hitting him up right now, and also I think one of the only ways you could solve the judging problem is open sp uh, open sparring. Open scoring, Open dude. pool at the yeah. community center. Mm. Yeah, open. <laughs> From 12 to <laughs> 2 <laughs> every Wednesday. <laughs> open pool. <laughs> I feel like open scoring is the way, dude. Like, wouldn't it be fucking tight? Can you explain to people what open scoring is? So apparently is every time a round would finish, everybody in the arena, commentators, fighters, they would know how the fight was scored. Mm -hmm. So they would know if they're down, if they lost the first round, or won the second round. Does right. boxing always do that? They don't even do that. They don't do that. Okay. They'll have like an unofficial oh, scorecard. Right. Yeah. PFL does that. 
PFL yeah. does that. Oh, they that's do, cool. They do open scoring. I didn't know that. I think PFL. Did, well, I'm not sure. We could see it in yeah. the audience, or, or like on the on the. Oh, they do like a like a, a, a analyst. Mm-hmm. To, they they don't really do that much in UFC. No, they no. don't. Um, but I feel like that would be a really great way just to see how the fights would change. Like, will that enact somebody? To do more, like, because they do that in jujitsu, right? So much is is point system, mm. and when you get to the last like minute of the fight, you could see guys really trying to mm. uh, come back from that deficit, and it does make the 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 fight more exciting just because there's a little bit of urgency, you know. So I think that might be a great way to do that, and on top of that too, they just have to get. <laughs> better judges like all the guys have to train so, what's the deal with these judges where do we get are these all boxing judges like i don't even know how that whole i think a works. lot of them are right mm. not like, mike bell though mike bell does he does mma he's a, yeah he's an mma guy are um, you sure because i heard he worked at trader joe's he did work at trader joe's for a little bit okay so when he was at trader joe's right was he just constantly giving people free shit because he's blind? <laughs> what, what he at the checkout was he just beeping things over and people yeah. would just walk out with stuff in the grocery store is that what would happen i don't know dude I don't know if he was a floor guy. I think he was a manager, dude. I think he's. I that think sounds he's, what's worse. I think he's a manager. So. What is he managing? Nobody. <laughs> he's managing mm-hmm. the numbers. He's of... a guy that would wear a Hawaiian shirt, walk into Trader Joe's, <laughs> yeah. and tell people he's a manager. <laughs> Your name's not even on the schedule. Don't worry. Um, I'm yeah, I don't Mike know. I I I was surprised. Ten eight's wild. When man. I saw it was Mike Bell, I was like, "No way, is Mike?" That's shocking. Yeah, and it turned out to be Mike. I I just want to talk to him. Just to just to hear him out, or just I would like for him to a, to do a video just to hear his rationale, whether he's right or wrong. Dude, I just want to hear it. Yeah, I, the, the itch isn't scratched. Yeah, I I think let's get him on here. I bet those guys they just get caught up in the moment too. Right here we go defending. Well, I agree. Don't you think? Well, You're yeah, like, this is a mean, lot of pressure, the man. The crowd is screaming. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. it's a Mexican fight night. You know, if he scores it. In favor of Shevchenko, clearly he's going to get beaten by a bag of churros. <laughs> no, Mike Bell, that's not going to happen. Do your job, all right? The Mexican people are kind, loving yeah, human dude. beings. They would never do that to you. Yeah. What's wrong with They'd you? Probably use the elote, you. dude. It's harder. Yeah, you would, you would do more damage. In the eyeballs. de la chingada, my friends. Relax, all right? The Mexican people are fine. They would never do that to you. But I don't know, man. It's so you say open scoring. Um, do you have a solution? I, I'm probably open scoring. Open scoring. Well, you know, the I don't understand what the argument against open scoring is. You know why? Because the commission's like, ah, we don't want to have to do all that. Mm. It's fine the way it works. Just let it ride. Because you're gonna see the Come dynamic, the, the the dynamics of a fight change so much for the better. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm down this much. Let me show what's up. Because they also can see now, oh, these judges uh, score based on this shit. All right, well, let's see what's up. It exactly, helps the fighters yeah. and the coaches. You're learning how they judging the fights. But, so also too, to but also, too, if they don't change the judges, which they probably won't, they'll probably get the same group of people until, like, the, the sport evolves and more people get into uh, judging. I don't know who wants to be an MMA judge or, like, a... a, a, a athletic commission judge because it's it's it takes a lot of work yeah you gotta do like a bunch of local shows and then kind of prove your, like we know mike bell for like 10 fucking years so it's like for to see him in the ufc now and you're fuck like, it all hey. up like that <laughs> hey, huh? call him up right now yeah i don't have his facetime actually him. i don't know if i have his number how, how yeah. about this mike bell I, I will say this to his credit his job is fucking tough all these it it's it hard like job. mma it's hard there's so many things that they have to look at 
it's it's a difficult, difficult job. I understand that. But no matter how difficult his job, that score is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bad, yeah. it's a bad it's round. It's ridiculous. It's it's just not a ten eight. It's not. No matter which way you look at it, I don't think it's a ten eight. I, I think a lot of this too is on the commission and I think the laziness of I don't know why we're still doing the ten eight or like the just the ten point scoring system for MMA. Mm-mm, I think mm-mm. it needs to be a little different, like maybe more metrics that you're actually grading like a rubric and then you tally up the stuff maybe because oh, i feel like yeah, there's yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. there's too much there's just too you're, you're asking a lot of these guys like these human people to do a shit ton yeah. we're boxing it's kind of it's kind of like okay i can look at significant strikes and maybe how many the damage very simple yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah. Sim- simpler this is just too much shit and if you're someone that doesn't know how the ground game works yeah that's tough to which is score. most of them i think that's tough. That's, I that's think a it's lot most people, like, right? Yeah, and I've openly admitted too already in this episode that's I don't know what's happening a lot with these like jujitsu exchanges and these submissions, mm-hmm. right? Like I if, if it's clear and and you know, clear from what I've seen from the years I've watched the UFC, that's fine. But when it starts getting into specifics, I'm lost. I don't understand how they're trying to get these positions, why they're doing this mm-hmm. and what they're trying to set up. Sounds like you need a jujitsu. Listen, I don't have <laughs> knees. Sounds like you need to train. It sounds like maybe you should get expensive surgery to fix your knee. Yeah, all right, dude. Then I'm out for four months, and I'm <laughs> fat as hell again. I can't do it. Dude, you don't need a meniscus to do jiu-jitsu. Yeah. yeah. You, you you shut up. How about that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, well, let's let's talk about well, scoring, all right? Yeah. Okay. How the f- let's, let's break it down exactly, because I feel when a lot of people talk about MMA scoring and they get upset at these things, they actually don't know how it's graded. So let's break it down. So <laughs> who, who knows how to grade? Oh, I thought we we're just gonna read off. Of that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, so the main. <laughs> I was like, okay, who knows? Yeah. How to well, talk about I don't it. want to paraphrase it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, obviously Let's the first thing it. is effective, whatever that means, subjective. But are you talking effective, about here? effective striking and grappling? Yeah. Right. So that makes sense. Whoever's using more of a striking offense, more grappling offense to control position. Yeah. Already a problem. Why? What? You're using the word effective, which what is a subjective. That's word. what I'm saying. Yeah. <clears throat> But it's it's more than the other person. That's how they that's how they look at it. Is this person using better? <laughs> but but see, more effective. These are all subjective striking. words, which is why I go back to the rubric issue. It's just very difficult. Sorry, keep going. I'm just ready. But I'll say this: this works for people that understand the sport. Exactly. If you don't understand the sport, then this is fucking Chinese to you. You know, like what is effective grappling and. And I think that's what the main issue is with mm-hmm. a lot of the judges is like they don't know striking. Obviously, a little bit more understand. Like like whenever it's a striking fight, sometimes the uh, the well, actually that's not true. Uh, but for grappling, it's it's harder that's to understand hard. the hard. positions. Even with striking, though, and I yeah. and I see this consistently in comments for you know casual mm. fans like us. A lot of people say this with the jab, and this is my biggest contention. People say he was just jabbing or with any fighter he was just jabbing throughout the whole fight these weren't significant strikes have you ever been jabbed in the face <laughs> have you ever did you look at the damage on their face yeah. jabs are effective strikes and a especially lot especially in MMA yes these are 4 ounce gloves yeah. it hurts it does damage mm-hmm. it changes the dynamic of the fight Right, it makes people think about the distance, the range, how they can enter. It fucks everything up, and it's one of the biggest factors for octagon control. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, what are you talking about? Jabs aren't effective. Yeah. Yeah. It, even like a, a counter striker, right? One could say that's not effective, oh, yeah. but it's like no, him, I guess, relinquishing control in the octagon is effective with this specific fighter, for, like the, for the counter striking. Yeah. So, once again, I say very subjective. Unless you tell them what it is. 
or teach. I mean, I, I feel like you have to be qualified to even talk about this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are the exact specifics? Because, like you said, with the Counter Striker, right? Let's say the person's is game. Yeah, is cage. a counter. So they're moving laterally. They're going backwards towards the cage, right? But they have harder significant strikes are you going to say that this person's octagon control because he was walking him down yeah. that he was the better or, fighter and they they, they fight, mentioned fighting area control they mentioned that stuff right but so like if somebody is just moving around right and and trying to get away to open positions while their back is against the cage and the guy is pressing them forward against them whoever's landing the most shots wins that exchange wins both like he may not win fighting area control but it goes back, effective striking, grappling, takes the precedence, if that makes sense. So if they're both just moving around and no strikes are being landed, then the guy who's moving forward should be awarded that round. And this is my biggest, my, my biggest issue with that fifth round, right? Yeah. We're talking about almost four minutes of control with striking versus like a minute-ish of back control. Like, come on. Yeah. That's clear as I, night. That's night and day. Well, I would like to even point out. I would say effective striking and uh, effective striking, and then second point here, effective aggressiveness from Shevchenko. Mm -hmm. Number three, fighting area control for four minutes. Let's go. She covered all that. Yeah, yeah. Nick, so maybe call Mike Bell and tell him this. <laughs> yeah, and ask him. <laughs> I when think he knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just giving too much credit to for none of this to Alexa for Grasso for the back take. Like I think if we were to call him up and ask him, like what happened. He'd probably be like, well, he had her back in the fucking fifth round, right? I don't think he's right. Like, he did, but I don't think that would have – I don't think that's worth 10-8. <laughs> a 10-8 you know? round is ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. So, look at the 10-8 rounds, right? The 10-8 round is when a fighter wins by a large margin. Okay. Right? Judges shall always score a 10-8 round when the judge has established that one fighter has dominated the action of the round had the duration of the domination, and also impacted their opponent with either effective strikes or effective grappling maneuvers that have diminished the abilities of their opponent. I don't feel like Alexa Grasso achieved that. In the mm -hmm. fifth round. Oh, 100%. That's not even, you can't even argue that. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I'm saying is like, I don't understand why Mike Bell left his eyes at home. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could just pop it out of your head like that, like a Mr. Potato Head, Mike Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he has cataract, bro. You don't know. Maybe well, he has get, a cloudy eye. Get well, it fixed. Get Look what fixed. Bisping does. He just looks one way the whole time. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> just do what Bisping does. He scores the fight right, and he has one eye. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Michael Bisping. Come on the podcast. Please, I love you. I freaking love you. Uh, okay, my solution for this, uh, I'd love to get your guys' take on it, is, okay, we change the scoring. Fuck it. We just do it for 2023, like pride. I say make it easier and just judge the fight as an entire Oh, dude, that's gonna be even worse. But then, but I like it. <laughs> we should just have one guy, and he either goes thumb up, okay, thumb down. Okay, dude. so here's my second pitch. <laughs> I say we do the UFC scoring like the NBA All Star voting. I say fifty percent goes to the judges, twenty five percent to Dana White and the matchmakers, and twenty five percent to the audience live. Dude, and they then can't, you they combine that. all that with Ooh, statistics. No. Dana White and the UFC organization cannot be involved. They get twenty five percent. So you still have to get 50% of the judging. And then the fans, everyone. if you bought a pay-per-view, you get one vote per pay-per-view. You're paying 80 bucks for a vote. I'm not going to trust well, those fucking assholes with the like vote, Not like you guys. Dude. You guys obviously steal streams, so it's <laughs> different for you both. Damn it, I got to buy the fights to vote? Dana White, I have never stole a stream in my life, all right? I, I support I, the USC always. We don't steal it. The we, Russians do it. We, I'm not doing anything, dude. But yeah. if it happens to fall on my lap, 
I'm gonna take a look. Yeah, I've never you know stolen I mean? a stream ever, Dana White. I pay those ridiculous prices every time because I love the sport and I love what you do. Send me to the Apex. I want to go to a please. Place. <laughs> Bro, I've Apex. been paying for the UFCs since the last one I paid for was probably. Why are you bumbling so much? 200. <laughs> UFC Why 200. Are you bumbling so much? What do you mean? I'm so chill, dude. I'm fucking <laughs> Last pay per view I paid for was 200. Yeah, a bit of cool, UFC I'm 200. Who fought on that? 5, 4, 3, 2. Anderson one. Silva and Daniel Cormier. Dude. Yep. Main event, Brock, Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt. What? No way. Was, was it? it? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey, hey, Wait, was it? <laughs> hey, dude, hey, dude, hey, what? we have to fuck you yeah, yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we owe each other a soda. We oh, is that fuck. what it is? I no, think but we have you to have fuck. to drink this. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, we have to fuck. You guys are gross, dude. <laughs> I do that with all the girls at work. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Who the heck did he fight? I think he fought Mark Hunt. Oh, that I was think you're lawsuit. right. And then Cain Velasquez fought Travis Brown. Is that right? The spinning nah, wheel dude. kick? Okay. Oh, yeah. you talking oh, about Brock Lesnar, the steroid here. cheat? Yeah, Nicholas. <laughs> um, Whatever. All right, guys. Lesnar well, too. it's it's something we're probably never going to figure out. I hope the it UFC does something to change it. They really should get at least better, like, I don't know, maybe pay for some of these judges within the UFC, maybe not the commission, to know how to do this. I don't know what the answer is. Um, all right, let's move over to some great fight. Uh, though. Great yeah, fight. Amazing fight. I will. I'll say this, was very surprised Grosso kept that very competitive. I thought Shevchenko was going to come back and wipe her, but... Grosso was very era? stoic, dude. Yeah. Stoic. You see her face? She's oh. like, no facial expressions. That's like, because her eyes are so positive. close together. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. before, we, before we move on, uh, really quick, what happens next? Do we want rematch, yes or no? Rematch, they have to. They, ha they have to rematch. Like, I would love to see Aaron Blanchfield in the mix. You would? Yeah, she's very good. She's very bro. good. She's she could be so the next good, dude. She could be the next champ. Uh, but I feel like the they got to run that back. I want Meatball and Grasso. She's not going to make that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fight news. Uh, here's a topic I wanted to talk about. I, don't know, I added it last minute, but there's an NBA player. I believe his name is James Johnson. Uh, he said that he could beat John Jones uh, in a fight. That is hilarious. He's That's so cute. Crazy. Uh, I wish I could play it, but I'm not going to play the whole thing. He was on ES so ESPN is covering this, and a lot of the sports channels, because apparently all his family members are black belts. Uh, so oh, he really? has seven black belts in his family. What kind of black belts? Yeah, black belt in what, yeah, dumbass? Dude. I got a black belt when I was 12, by the way. By the way, isn't that funny? <laughs> giving in, a 11 year old a fucking. I'm going into the seventh grade and I got a black belt in karate. I don't like for Shotokan. Bro, I want to my 90s. ass. Karate yeah. schools, 90s black belt factories all day. That's true, but it's like you can't do that. That's not okay. Let's hear this shit. Uh, should we play? Uh, Pete, is there audio on the? Oh, he has MMA experience. On the TV. Yeah, yeah. maybe I can play it here. But like I said, here we go. With a year of training defense, I just need ground defense. I think the scary thing I don't think that's true athletes, It's like Okay JJ can move How you move and James Johnson right. That's the scary part Like where okay, Oh this is so stupid do everything you do And he's 6'8 Like See? that's where the, the big difference No it's in. not you idiot And the opposite is You started learning How to use your hands And your feet What After college Like I've been Punching Punchy, and kicking kick, Five six, six years old, old. Like, what is this nonsense? Dude, what if we what, right. if, what uh, if we see him on the pads and you're like, oh my god, he might be able nah. to John Jones. He apparently punched uh, Pascal Siakam in a, a basketball fight. So all the sports channels like, oh, but well, he can punch, you know, NBA no. punch. Yeah, it was an NBA punch. So people are covering this like, you know why the UFC they have these great fighters with skill sets. So all the sports channels are covering this. But like, what if you had all the NBA, NFL guys in this sport? Those guys would be all dominant. Yeah, yeah. They, that, that's that's that definitely true. true but then also they're gonna be like, I'm just gonna play basketball because I make, I make way more money doing that. 
Listen, dude, fighting's not for everybody, bro. You got to be like, yeah, you could have all the skills and attributes. Greg Hardy. But those guys get knocked out. Hey, that's an athlete. That is it's, an athlete. It's so much more up here than it is like physical attributes. Gilbo, what a great example. Yep. Greg Hardy, right? And by the way, do it, David. Rip it. Very, 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 very athletic, very strong, very explosive Talented. heavyweight, right? Look what happened to him when he started going up the ranks, right? It's weird when I hear conversations from people like this, right? And I, I will say this, and Nick knows this early on when we were training. I used to get caught up in anybody who told me that they trained. I just believed everything immediately. And I used to get kind of disappointed a lot. You know, we had uh, somebody who was an MMA fighter, a lady, that came in and trained, and she was talking a big game. And I remember when she was training with us, I was like, afterwards when she left, I was like, Nick, what the fuck was that? I was like, what, what, what is this? And she then, said she was a fighter? No, she was. She did fight. And this is the thing too. Just because you have fought in a low level, it yeah. doesn't mean that you're good. That, exactly. Right? Look at look at amateur boxing for an example, right? I've mm. been to quite a few amateur boxing matches. The scariest thing about amateur boxing and kickboxing is that it's a mixed bag. You might get the guy who thinks that he's the shit and he absolutely sucks, or you might get a John Jones. Yeah. You absolutely do not know. There are levels to this shit, even at the lower levels, right? But when you take a when you take a guy like this who isn't an active fighter, and he's saying I'm a big guy and I'm athletic, that yes, it does mean something. But you're talking about John fucking Jones. <laughs> yeah, 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 come yeah. on, dude. You put that guy in a local gym, any place, right? I'm sure he's going to be like a freak athlete, six, of course. Six eight. Uh, 280 but once i think once people actually train for an extended period of time maybe it's like a month or so they start to realize like oh yeah uh, this i ain't was it. wrong yeah i was wrong this right ain't it. Mm-hmm. because when you're like they, they will there will be you know smaller guys that could probably ragdoll that dude yeah it's just ragdoll and it's like yeah you could train defense for a year but it's it's still not gonna but, be up to snuff okay, so <laughs> l- let me play contrarian here brock lesnar he came in, athlete. Yeah. But what's his background? Wrestling, Let's go. NCAA. He came in at the at highest 30, level. At, at thir- the highest. He level. came in at thirty years old. At the highest level. This That's guy a- played NBA at the highest level. Next a- falls. He's on the bench. So <laughs> I don't know if he did. Brock Brock Lesnar processes his own meat with his bare hands. This guy is not a normal. <laughs> he grinds it. He grinds. He takes it a ribeye, grinds it up, hey, and it becomes Nick, ground beef. That man. All right, yeah. I don't know. People get really crazy with their words because remember when Bradley Martin was talking about, oh yeah, I could be whatever MMA fighter, yeah, all this crazy. other shit. It's like, come on, man, put some respect on their fucking oh, yeah, names, Bradley Martin. Right? Like, I just think it's odd, right? Especially for somebody like this man here who has trained before, but he hasn't even trained with elite people. Clearly he hasn't. And even if he did, number one, every heavyweight talks about this. It is very, very hard for heavyweight people to find sparring partners because they're so big. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that him, who is not in the gym like that, even though he said he's been kicking and punching since he was a kid, same here, dude. Have you seen my sparring footage? Trash. All right? You're not, I, I, don't, I don't care. I yeah. don't care to hear this. Put some respect on Johnny. Bu- DC, with his busted ass back, will fuck you up. Yeah, dude. you know what? That's not... I'm gonna side with this NBA player because I just saw something that just said he has he's seven and zero MMA and twenty and zero kickboxing. Bullshit. And I also looked oh, it up. Oh, this I, and you know guy. What? Yeah, I looked up. Late. I looked it up on Sharedog. Uh, none of this is, exists. Let me see. Scroll down, dude. I remember this dude. How old is James Johnson? Uh, thirty-eight. Okay. <laughs> okay. But dude, he's seven zero in MMA. That doesn't exist, dude. I am an undefeated Taekwondo uh, champion. Oh, right? uh, look. There's no records. 
Ooh. or footage of any of these bouts. Oh, remember how many people that we've met that are like, oh yeah, I got twenty fights. Mm-hmm. Like, because you could just say that shit, especially if you're you trained early enough when it wasn't a thing you know i'm gonna tell you guys a quick story (laughs) yeah there was a young asian man who was an actor said he had over 60 amateur fights and this is me in my early training days and i was enamored by this i was like this is amazing but this guy was talking a big game to me and i was enamored by this and i thought it was great and then lo and behold we go into a training session i know this guy uh you probably do okay and he starts rolling with one of our friends, Peter. Peter doesn't really train jujitsu. He does it casually with his brother Yoshi, right? Oh, Peter so he started rolling with a model. Yeah, Peter chokes him out. Very natural, too, Peter. Wow. Sixty and some sixty-something amateur fights, which he did have amateur fights, by the way, right? But this is what I'm going. This is what it goes to show. Like, just because you went in there doesn't mean that you're good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right? very true. So, just saying that too. And I thought he would be like twenty-something years old or something. He's thirty-eight. With with a fight record that doesn't exist. fucking exist, I'm gonna just start doing that. Hey guys, you know I'm a fucking 36 and 0. Yeah. <laughs> but the, he's talking. He yeah. keeps saying I'm six eight, but it's like John Jones is six, six four. Yeah, <laughs> you're only four, four inches, inches taller, taller dude. <laughs> and also too, like yeah, if you're talking about a regular MMA fight, you're talking about John Jones who has an amazing genetic pool. Mm-hmm. His, his brothers, brothers are all champions in the NFL. Yes, <laughs> unfair. So, it's just like you're not. It's not like you're talking about like some Joe Schmo guy. You're, you're talking about Randy Couture. Okay, maybe, dude. But. And by the way, you're seven and zero. John Jones is undefeated as well <laughs> at the highest level. Yep. Yeah, his one loss doesn't count. He is undefeated at the highest yeah. level. He beat the brakes off of Daniel Cormier, one of my favorite yeah. light heavyweights of all time. Did it twice. 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 And pushed him off a of stage. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're going to say the M-bomb? Yeah, real classy. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, we're running low on time, so let's move over to our... We're going to do some quick fight predictions. So tell me who you got, and give me a little bit of a, your your uh, sexy take on mm. each of these fights. We have a fight night with Fazev and Gamrot. This is going to be juicy. We have a classic stand-up versus grappler, but I feel like they're both... Especially Gamera, he's a lot more. I love Fazeev simply because of this one interview where he was asked if he if he could go have dinner with any MMA fighter, who say? would it be? He says, I would not go with any man because that's gay. So, <laughs> <laughs> that, that right there. <laughs> he said that? Yeah. That is, Holy <laughs> shit. Was that you, David? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love my gays. What are you talking about? Hey, hey Pete, when was the last time please, you went please, on dinner please, with please, a guy? Please. When was the last time you had dinner with a man? I think it was six months ago, and then we went to go see a movie afterwards. Yeah. Let's go, yeah. and that is a man who's secured in his sexuality, baby. Or Let's go. he's hiding from his wife in a movie theater. <laughs> he was on a date. Hey, I don't Pete was on a hot date. I'm going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> why are you all dressed up? I don't worry about it. <laughs> why do you smell like cum? <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> I know you're cum. Your cum doesn't smell like that. Uh, all right, David, who do you got for this fight? This is a uh, good one. I mean, Matus Gamrot, what is his biggest attribute? Grappling, right? Yes. Great, great. I mean, I still felt like he lost to Armin Sarukian. Still don't. Yeah, bro, shit. for real. Fucking trash. Armin should be Jesus. fighting for the fucking belt. Dude. Yeah, that is one of the most. That That is worse than the fucking Shevchenko decision, by the I way. I think so, too. Gamrot is going to lose because Fazeev has amazing takedown defense. Yeah. And his striking is Let's a go. problem. Gamrot's striking is not very good. <laughs> all right, so we're all going to go for the same pick. Uh, yeah. Bryce Mitchell uh, coming off a loss. I forgot who he lost to, uh, but he's coming off a loss. Both coming off a loss? Dan Ige and Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. Nick, who do you got for this one? 
Uh, I could see Bryce Mitchell taking Danny Gay's back and just, you know. Doing what he does. Yeah, doing what he does. But I do feel like Danny Gay is very well-rounded. And, you know, Hawaii's strong, Let's always go. in this house, baby. And David said, and you said all the Polynesians, you always go Polynesian. 50K. I always go with He's Dan got the greatest Ige. fucking nickname, too. Hey, Danny Gay stepped in last minute against Corey Sanhagen, right? Was that Danny Gay? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. that's my dude. He has now faced somebody with great crap. And surprisingly, that's Sanhagen, right? Because he's obviously mm-hmm. leveled up. Guys, Yay. you're both wrong. I'm going with my <laughs> southern brother. I like him, though. Bryce Mitchell. Let's go. January 6th. I'm into it. Woo! Is he January 6th guy? No, he's not. Gary. All right, guys. Quick ones on this. Marina Rodriguez. Michelle Watterson still fighting. I had what's with that mom haircut, dude? What's going She's on? She's playing into it for sure. Yeah, I got Marina Rodriguez. She looks like she bro. complains at Starbucks every day. What's going <laughs> she on? She got the ultimate care. Bro, she got the John and Kate plus eight. Right? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Got the Johnny K plus eight. Are you gonna seriously breathe like that throughout the whole interview? <laughs> dude, that lady is wild. Dude. Yeah, dude. But she does have the haircut. And for that reason alone, I'm going Michelle Waters. <laughs> Let's go, Karen. Hey, I love Michelle Waters. Karate hottie. Karate hottie, dude. She was on Bully Beatdown. Come dude, on, man. Come on, Michelle Waterson all the way, dude. I'm going Brasil, brah. Next wow. fight. Brian, amazing last name. Battle versus AJ Fletcher. I'm actually not too familiar with AJ Fletcher, so I'm gonna go on looks. And I think Brian Battle looks sexier. He's on a tear right now, Brian Battle. Huh? He has improved so much. He's, he's on a game tear. now. He's like in he just knocked head. somebody out with a head kick or something. right? He's in his. Uh, I, I, I his... think he lost his last fight, but before that, he he went with the kick. Can you click kick. click on his name real quick? I want to see who he lost to. Oh yeah, he beat Gabe Green. Gabe That's Green. what it was. That's what it was. Green. Yeah. Isn't that Alex's? Guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gabe Green, dude. Yeah, nice Gabe guy. Green Great had guy. absolutely uh, no game plan fighting <laughs> fighting Brian Battle in that fight. I was like, that was a tough fight. He couldn't he couldn't close the gap on him. Yeah, I'm going Brian Battle, dude. I Great got, name. Yeah, Brian. I, wait, I'm AJ Fletcher's very good. Though, I don't know who he so. is. I don't know. My man looks like he hates Jewish people. <laughs> for He's that reason, <laughs> I'm going with Brian Battle. Baby. Oh, I think for that reason, I'm with AJ Fletcher. <laughs> This yeah. is a fucking fun fight. Charles Jordan. Charles Jordan and Ricardo, Ricardo Romas. Romas. Ricardo Romas is a scary guy. Ramos. He's a submission guy. Ramos. Look at his record. And he just he just kinda But I like Charles Jordan. He's fucking game. He's dude. fun, dude. I love watching He's him so fight. Fun. But you know these guys, this is going to be a banger of a fight because they're opening up the main Guys, card. I'm going to start off. I'm going to say Charles Jordan. I love that guy. Yeah, he's and fun. And he'd be a Gracie. He'd be I mean, I don't know what the fuck Crone Gracie was doing. He dude. was. He might as well just fight a UFC one. Yeah. The yeah. hell was that shit, dude? It's because yeah. he's pescatarian. He needs to eat something. Yeah, you got to eat some real food. Actually, I was pescatarian for a little bit. I'm going to talk shit, but that's Yeah, me. my bad. My I'll bad. be doing that. Uh, who do you guys got? I got Charles Jordan. I think Charles Jordan because I like I think, the French. I think that, <laughs> I think that's a fifty-fifty fight, though. All right, guys, those are our picks. We're all correct on those, so make sure you put a lot of money on our picks because we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is the end of our show. Uh, we have a question for the audience to answer in the comments. What is that question? Is Bobby Green's penis as large <laughs> as they say it is? Oh, no. I actually want to hear this. And it's just the topic of this actual podcast. Yeah. Do you think that Grosso deservedly won that fight? Mm. After, after we spoke about the judging criteria, do you think Grosso actually won? And if you did, you're a racist. <laughs> I agree. Towards who? Everybody. Towards you, a Peruvian. Uh, what is she? What is Shevchenko? Dude, she's like from she's, per, she's Russia or some. She reps Peru. We. You know what? No, she doesn't rep Peru. I think her dude. her flag is her blue flag and yellow. Is Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. Oh, is it Kyrgyzstan? That's Argentina. Yeah. Is blue and yellow. Oh my bad. Uh, she is a Borat. <laughs> 
Yes, Shamash. I kick it very nice. Well, guys, answer that question down in the comments below. Make sure if you don't like any of these takes here, make sure you comment also in the Talk rebuttal section so we can finally do an actual rebuttal section with David. So uh, <laughs> talk shit about my guy over here. Yeah. Uh, make sure Someone's you subscribe wrong. to us. Uh, make sure you hit the notification bell. Hit like on this video. And we're slowly going to build this show. I hope you guys like our outro, our, our intro uh, logo. We're going to constantly keep changing, reiterating the show. It's going to be ran by you guys in a way. So yeah. let us know in the comments. It's a community show. It's for you. It's for us. It's for Shevchenko's redemption. Okay? So any final comments from you boys? Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure that you listen to us on all audio platforms when we get it there. Remember, this is an interactive type of deal. We're all casuals. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, and I already got 36 <laughs> facts wrong on this episode, which <laughs> that's why I'm a casual, baby. Talk some shit, baby. Let's go. We're just having fun. Nick. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, tell the friend about the show, a fellow MMA fan. Do it. Peace. <laughs>